Ariel, thanks so much for coming back on Damage Control. Yes, we love putting in their place. <laughs> um, that on the spot, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, so our first episode, my first episode, you were my guest. If people actually haven't seen it, uh, they should go back and watch it. But some of the clips from that popped off. One of the shorts yes. have 1.4 million views where we talk about your identity, Wait, which what? is a... Um, lesbian meaning a non-man who is attracted to and loves other non-men uh but you've been seeing that elsewhere right not just that see- TikTok. it's not just that tiktok it was john hopkins university or something like that had put it in one of their lgbt programs or i think their inclusive campus documents or whatever it was they they posted something like that uh their hrc i think one of those organizations as well put something in writing and i was just like listen we need to put an end to this right now because and of course I the gay definition is the still gay definition men who was, love men right it's still men who love men it wasn't non-women <laughs> or how misogynistic is that it's disgusting it's bad and some I'm, people are like oh they're just trying to include non-binary people or whatever but a i'm not sure non-binary people should be included in that but two you could still do that without defining them as not, not men. Right, exactly. <laughs> like men are the default and you're just the non, uh, the other. Yeah, the um, other, yeah. the other. Okay, that's and very it's just, it's always funny to me when woke people accidentally become offensive, right? <laughs> yeah, they're the worst and they think they're the, they're so inclusive that they become exclusive. Yeah, there's this saying I've heard a long time ago that you, that is like, uh, when you were too open-minded, your brain can fall out. And I think it's that's true. true. Like Everyone should be a little bit open-minded, but if you try so hard to be open-minded, you become uh, just, your brain falls out. Yeah, right? you just become an idiot. That- so speaking of open-mindedness, we have to kind of tackle for our first topic, a, a topic I found pretty disturbing, pretty alarming, but a depressing new Gallup poll shows that gay acceptance is really on the downturn. Uh, and... This yeah. is a, a poll by Gallup they've done that shows Americans' view of whether or not same-sex relationships are morally acceptable. And so so back in 2022, 71% of U.S. adults said gay or lesbian relationships are morally acceptable. That figure fell this year down to 64%. So that is a, wow, breaking out my math here, a 7% decline in just one year. And the biggest decline was among Republicans, which is very interesting. So, in fact, between 2020 and 2022, majorities of Republicans approved of gay and lesbian relationships, uh, but it has now declined to just 41%, down from 56% last year, whereas Democrats and independents still are much more likely, though even they saw a little dip. What do you think is going on here? I think it's it's obvious. It's it's very much the, the the TQ, not meaning actual trans people with gender dysphoria, but like the trans and queer activists that are making us look like crazy people. And as much damage control videos you, me, Blair, Marcus, Buck, and whatever are gonna make, it's it's not helping as much as we would like to. And these people, the, most of these people don't even have same sex attractions or have gender dysphoria, and they're speaking for us. On on they're speaking on behalf of us or for us and they're making us look bad and because the videos that they're producing or the or the content that they're making is so ridiculous it's being overshared rather than our moderate content of course you know the crazy stuff always gets shared more 
I don't blame Republicans for feeling this way. Not every person knows a gay person that's sane like us. They see what's in the news and what's on TikTok and they see the crazy shit. And they're like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe the slippery slope was real. I'm going to vote otherwise or I'm going to I'm going to change my opinion on something. So hopefully people keep sharing our content and we make a better name for our community. I do think that the uh, what I would call queer activists are dragging us down. Right. And that's not just a gay person, a lesbian person or an actual transsexual person. Right. It is the, the pronouns and bio type. Yes. Right. <laughs> pronouns and bios. Yes. The activist types, because what they've done, unfortunately, over the last few years is conflated things like gay marriage and, you know, the freedom of transgender adults to uh, to transition Things like that that most people were fine with. Right. They've conflated that with radical ideas like, for example, that children can make life-altering medical decisions at ever-increasing young ages about gender treatments, that books that are openly pornographic, like genderqueer um, or this book is gay, should be allowed in schools, including like middle schools, in the name of LGBT acceptance. That we have to pretend there are no differences between men and women in sports and that Leah Thomas should just be allowed to switch genders and smoke the competition. Right. Um, Most people aren't on board with that. And when you force them to choose between those extreme things or because they present it as like, if you're not with us on this, you're against us on everything. Black Mm -hmm. and white. And when you force them to choose, more people are choosing to reject all of it. Rather than to have the kind of nuanced approach that people like you or I have, which I think is unfortunate, but predictable. I went back and I found this 2018 article I wrote in the Washington Examiner about why I don't support the current iteration of Pride Month. And it literally said the over-sexualization, the over-politicization of the, you know, gun control, abortion, looping up other stuff into it. And the extremeness of it is going to cause a backlash. And I what? think that's what we're seeing. 100%. 100%. Like, I, I'm, we're about to go to Pride in two days. My friend Marcus and I is here, the offensive T word. I don't know if you could say the T word on here, but um, we're going to go to Pride and we're going to try to film some videos. And it's, it's very, it's a very strange feeling to, as a lesbian and a trans guy, go to Pride and worry that people are going to hate on us for being a lesbian and a trans guy. Just and for your opinions. <laughs> because you have different opinions and different ways of viewing things. And because we're content creators and people dislike the things that we say, of course. And it's a shame that in my own hometown, I'm going to potentially get, get shit for just being at this event. Yeah, it is. It's really depressing. I wouldn't go when I lived in D.C. for so many reasons to the pride parades or even to the gay bars um, because I didn't think I'd be welcome there. Um, But I will say, I think there's also a second piece of this phenomenon uh, of this polling change that I think some people on the right were in the past very homophobic, right? Commentators or or TV hosts and et cetera. And when the polling changed, they kind of had to be quiet about it for a few years. And they took more, you know, they just didn't talk about it as much. They took back seats. I'm thinking of the Matt Walsh's of the world, right? And then as these polls have started to change, they've really just gone all out. And now they're not just, you know, pushing back on uh, healthcare decisions for kids. They're saying ban trans adults. They they're want to take, everything. Right. Yeah, they want to repeal gay marriage. They're really going all out and they're exploiting this to let their, you know, old 
homophobic, frankly, freak right. flag fly that they had put away for a few years because it wasn't cool anymore. And that's right. unfortunate. I, I also, so they're doing that. In, and I think, unfortunately, part of the reason they get away with it is that like the left for so long called everyone a bigot that when some people now are being kind of bigoted, it's like, well, that those words have no meaning and people yeah. aren't really that off put by it anymore because it, it's been so watered down. It's, but yeah, the words become just frivolously th- thrown around that it doesn't mean anything anymore. Same like racist or Nazi or whatever. Yeah, occasionally we encounter someone who is racist or Nazi and we're not able to properly ostracize them because what? they've called everyone that for so yep. long. <laughs> All right, well, I want to get on, move on from that. We can, we just got to keep doing what we're doing, damage control, your content, your rumble, everything. Because I think the more that people see normal, sane, LGBT people. And the comment section for this new podcast has been flooded with people who are so happy we're all doing this. Um, the more they see that, the more that they know that we're not all like the crazy they thems they see on TV at night or in their algorithms or on libs of TikTok. Right. The more they know that no, most of us are normal, or at least a lot of us are, Right. The more the less they'll backslide in these polls. And I think they will just... Um, I think they will just hopefully recorrect a little bit, but not if they keep doing crazy crap. And that is what they're doing. They're not stopping these TQ activists. I want you to take a listen to this crazy story about this, this woke realtor who launched a rainbow underground railroad in Texas. Take a listen. The end of this month can't come soon enough for Paul Lewis. Part of me. Hates the fact that I'm leaving. Uh, I'm leaving Texas, the, the the home I've always known. This lifelong Texan will get to hand over the keys to his home in a Dallas suburb and start the long drive north to Michigan. He'll, Lewis sold his house through a real estate service called Flea Red States that broker Bob McCraney launched last summer. We're calling it kind of the Rainbow Underground Railroad. We're trying to get people out quietly and get them to some place where they feel safer. The service has now helped at least 27 mostly LGBTQ plus Texans sell their homes. Many say their decisions are driven by laws that narrowly focus on them, like the one signed here Thursday by Governor Greg Abbott. It will ban transgender women from playing on female sports teams at the collegiate level. He says the state remains a welcoming place for everyone. Texas over the past decade has been the leading state in the United States of America that people choose to move to for our policies. And we will continue to advance policies that protect children, that protect women in sports, but protect all Texans and their freedoms. However, Paul Lewis would like state leaders to see how their efforts are making Texans like him look for an exit. I don't know if they lose sleep over at night, but I kind of I kind of hope that they do because I hope they realize exactly how much they're hurting people. Will Dupree, KXAN News. So I know gay people are dramatic, but like to compare leaving the state, which you are allowed to do, no one's stopping you, to the Underground Railroad where slaves had to be smuggled underground to avoid slave catchers to get to freedom is so insane. And I would think from the woke perspective, that would be like racially offensive. It's, it's it's not cultural appropriation, but it's definitely like experience appropriation almost. Like, <laughs> how can you compare the two? They're not comparable. Like, you are a free citizen. You can go and come as you please. It, it's just, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I think it would be good to have somebody, somebody that's 
that's on the woke left and somebody that's a, a conservative person, a black person, speak on this. I would love to hear what they had to say. Yeah, I can only, you know, I'm not black, right? But I can only imagine that if you're a black person, you had ancestors who were slaves, to hear these white liberals say that them hiring a realtor and moving to another state is like the Underground Railroad must be absurd. And I think it is because he actually has come out and apologized. Really? Uh, because he got canceled by his, or he got backlash and he um, has now said, let's see. The quote from him, um, he he did that thing where they sort of apologized. So the guy uh, told the local news outlet that he would, quote, like to apologize and acknowledge the harm for the use of the Underground Railroad in discussing the LGBTQ migration from red states. But then he added, in no way was I trying to equate the slavery-based oppression with that African-Americans experience today with the opportunity that white LGBTQ people have to escape to a different state. Wait a second. Yeah, isn't that literally what you were doing? You yeah. literally called it that. So you're saying I wasn't trying to do that? Yeah, you were. You were. Like, that's literally the whole point of of the organization <laughs> is to help these people escape, even though there's no escaping. They're allowed to go. It's not escaping when they're like, sure, you can, no, like, there's another yeah. stuff. But the other thing is like, what are you escaping from exactly? I'm, I don't think that's I- That's the more important part. I probably don't agree with every one of these bills. There's probably some I have issues with. But right. I think they mostly affect like trans minors, trans yeah. athletes. Mm -hmm. I'm not aware of anything that affects gay men that no. it's, or w lesbian women, adults nope. that's being passed in Texas or anywhere. What are they fleeing from? They're fleeing to somewhere where they'll be more celebrated for their identity. I think that's, like, you know, they're, that's, a good, that's a better way of putting it. New yeah. York City or California or somewhere. But yeah. what's funny to me is a lot of this is like safety. I don't know about you. But in most parts of Texas, I would feel physically safer more than New York City or Washington, yes. D.C. at this point, even though yes. there's going to be way more rainbow flags in those cities. That's true. Yeah, I'm here. And I, like I just said, I feel less safe at Pride parades here than I do when I was in like Miami Pride. Yeah. I because mean, I know there's a lot of Cubans there and they're based. And <laughs> like it's, it's sad, but it's true. The other thing that I find really interesting is... Um, there was no need for this in that you could already, if you were an LGBT person, you wanted to leave Texas, you could just hire a normal realtor. So I think this guy is just like came up with and this you know, grift to right. get customers and get money like that. Right. I literally think he's profiteering off of this. Oh, 100 percent. It reminds no, me of, you know, good. Oh, but no one's even taking him up on it. Texas has a population of 30 million people. So you got to assume there are thousands and thousands and thousands of lgbtq people and only dozens have taken up on this offer dozens <laughs> but what about all those those issues like if if it was really that bad all of these people would actually be fleeing yeah they're not yeah. like remember all those people that said if trump is elected they were gonna leave uh none of them left no they none never of them do. left because <laughs> it's not that bad here it's actually quite good yeah, it's funny they love to talk about privilege, but this stuff reeks of it reeks of like you're privileged if you think yeah. that these are the big problems you have. I don't know, man. I find it crazy. I find it hilarious when the woke people wrap themselves up in in pretzels and accidentally it's like if you become so there's the horseshoe theory that far left and far right, if they go so far they start to sound the same. Right. right. Um I it I really think that's is. accurate. Have you ever seen that parody video that's like woke person and racist yes. agree yes. <laughs> yeah 
People should be separated by their race. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'll super cut a clip into that, but it's mm-hmm. really funny because I think it, it was is JP. parody. It was JP's video, I think. Yeah, it's or parody, of, but it's like yeah, parody, yeah. at a certain point, they sound the same. They do. All right. Well, speaking of insane stuff on this front, I want to talk about something President Biden said that people are not happy with. Now, you and I aren't parents, but I even if you're not a parent, I think just you can understand why this would rub parents the wrong way. Take a listen to what Biden had to say. It's wrong that extreme officials are pushing hateful bills, targeting transgender children, terrifying families and criminalizing doctors. These are our kids. These are our neighbors. It's cruel and it's callous. Not somebody else's kids. They're all our kids. They're the kids and our children are the kite strings that hold our national ambitions aloft. So he is literally a government official and he's saying like there are kids. Like I don't I don't think the children belong to the government or to society. I think that's like a creepy collectivist thing. I think actually they belong to their parents and their family. Yeah, I mean, back in the day when they would say it takes a village to raise a child, that's I feel like that's different because it was different times. And also, they weren't saying the village owned the child. Right. They weren't saying right. They weren't saying the village <laughs> right, owns the child. Right. It, it's it's just a very commie thing to say. And it, it is almost like he's saying the quiet part out loud. But what makes it more maddening to me, though, is that Biden is it's a creepy thing to say, I think, especially with his history of. sniffing people and saying odd things i mean i'm not gonna accuse him of anything but he's he's an odd man yeah um but it's even more maddening because biden actually and i didn't even know this until very recently my friend tiana lowe covered this at the washington examiner and i learned about it biden has a grandchild that he does not acknowledge so biden says that he has six grandkids if you ask him he actually has seven hunter biden his deadbeat crackhead son <laughs> sorry it's just the truth it is what it is is says uh, has um an illegitimate child a daughter four-year-old navy joan and now oh. hunter biden has gone to court time and time again to fight to uh lower his child support payments <laughs> really and to deny this child from having the last name biden and um it's confirmed dna parenting test it is confirmed that this child is a biden and yet whenever joe biden talks about his his grandchildren he says he has six he's not seven hunter biden does not acknowledge this child it's like you are out here making these weird communisty statements about our children you're not even owning up to your own family it's crazy wow i didn't know that can you imagine that just like uh, disowning someone like that from your family? He should have done that to Hunter, not to the kid. Yes, the kid didn't do anything wrong. He didn't wrong. do anything. Meanwhile, Hunter is still in his inner circle, still like yeah. at partying at White House events with him yeah. and on the phone with the big guy and all this corrupt, sketchy stuff. I Yeah, yep. you don't have any time for your, your grandchild who just, because, what, because he's like Sorry. illegitimate? Do people really still care about that? I mean, it's not the kid's fault. It's just strange because I really wouldn't have expected it and i also well, I wouldn't have expected that either isn't it weird that we like don't know about this because imagine if trump had done that right right like 
I feel like this would be a lot bigger story if it wasn't a Democrat. And every literally every news outlet in the world would be talking about it. If, if but you can't. They don't. They don't discuss this in no, the New talk. York Times or CNN ever. No, they um, won't. Because Joe Biden, they want Joe Biden to look perfect. I don't know. He he gets away with a lot, but to me that is that story is just a, another example of the double standard in the media. They really treat stories so differently. Or like, on the rare occasion they do cover these scandals, they'll be like Republicans pounce on Joe Biden's uh, complicated family story or something is how right, they would yeah. frame it. That, that's exactly how they would frame it. Making they yeah, they making say, somehow. They wouldn't say Joe Biden's son is a deadbeat dad. They would say like Republicans attack Biden for Hunter's struggles with addiction or something. Right. Um, always, always making them look like the the target and and making them look like they're the ones being harassed when it's they're the ones they're that are the pieces of shit. Yeah, I, I I try not to like make ad hominem attacks, but I'm sorry if you like deny your grandchild. You existence, deny your own right, and if you're trying to get away with paying child support, you're also a piece of shit. These, especially when especially you're knowing that he has money, you're not broke. You've not, <laughs> you have plenty it'd be, of money. It'd be one thing if you can't afford the child support, right? You can afford it. That's yeah. not the issue. That's it's just it's it reeks of entitlement. I just on don't. His part. Yeah, like, he's, I mean, he's so too good for it almost. By and this isn't like a, a gaffe. It's not like he misspoke when he says, I have six grandchildren. It's like at the White House, they put out stockings for all the grandchildren. All of them had one, but not Navy Joan. Right. Wow. Like, this is a very deliberate ignoring of the right. grandchild because Hunter had it, had her illegitimately. Right. And right. I just think that is so messed up. And I just. And to me, it also makes it impossible to take his preening about our children and we must care about the children. Give me a break, Joe. You don't even care you about your say, own flesh and blood. You don't blood. even care about your own family. A DNA test and everything. That's that's crazy. Yeah, because for a while it was just suspected paternity. And then in the course of these proceedings, they literally did a DNA test. Wow. And I, under- I would love to see what the woman that birthed this birth this child has to say about this. I would love to hear what she had to say. And I'm yeah. surprised no one's given her a platform yet. Well, maybe we should. Maybe we'll hit her up. I, I, I would, if I could find her, I would. <laughs> yeah. Um, run. All right. I want to turn and turn uh, gears a little bit, and I want to talk about Demi Lovato. Have you seen this story? Yes. All right. So Demi it- Lovato has now decided that she will no longer go by they them pronouns exclusively and is no longer non-binary because it was too hard take a to listen explain to explain to people it was too difficult to explain to people supposedly i feel like i'm actually too queer to marry a man in my life right now demi lovato is once again opening up about their fluid gender identity in a new interview with GQ Hype Spain, the Cool for the Summer singer explained why she decided to go back to using feminine pronouns, saying, I constantly had to educate people and explain why I identified with those pronouns. It was absolutely exhausting. I just got tired. But for that very reason, I know that it is important to continue spreading the word. I'm not willing to like put a label on it right this second. I, and I think I will get there, but there's a lot of things I have to do for myself first. Don't you feel bad for Ariel? How hard no. the struggle, the struggle the, must how, be. How difficult her life must be. This to me, this is just another thing that addicts do. Like everybody knows that she's an addict. She's talked about it, right, publicly. This feels like another addiction. Like to that attention? she's so 
like that she's immersed in this culture. She's addicted to the idea of being woke or being non-binary or whatever. And then she realizes, oh shit, that's actually not what I am. And she's trying to backpedal, but not make it about her mis, you know, misunderstanding what it meant or her misusing the term, making it about everybody else. Everybody else, it was so hard for me to explain it to everybody else. And it was making it my life harder, blah, blah, blah. Like if you're actually a non-binary person, wouldn't you want, or like a lesbian or a gay person or an actual trans person, wouldn't you want to for- forward the acceptance of your people no matter what it took? You or I could have easily, this isn't how it works, or you or I would have said, well, it's too hard to be gay. We have to explain it to people and they don't understand. Literally. So we'll just be straight instead. Yeah. Huh? Like, no, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. And well, but that kind of is how non-binary works because, you know, there's this whole born this way idea about gay or lesbian. And it's a little more complicated than that, but it is something you can't change, right? Right. You can't change it. And the same thing with legitimate transsexual people. They have you know- gender dysphoria from a young age. They don't choose that. And yet non-binary is very much something that people choose to feel like. It's like a flavor of the month. They feel that way for a while, then they don't. And it's like, that's why I reject it being part of the LGBT whatsoever, because it's not an immutable characteristic or a demographic. It's like a feeling or a fad that doesn't even make a whole lot of sense. But you are identities. You can't try them on and take them off. Whereas right. this kind of woke fad crap, you you literally can feel like it for a while and then stop when it gets too hard. That's not what we're like. So I don't appreciate being love. conflated with that. I love that. I love that you said that because when I was in London with Marcus, who's staying with me at the moment, uh, we, we were talking about uh, people that we would see in the streets. And I was like, well, what do you think about that person? What do you think their pronouns are? Oh, she's Maybe she's probably a she, they. And I'm like, why is she she, they and not a they, them? He's like, well, because she's not trying hard enough. <laughs> she doesn't want to like fully, you know, fully commit to being non-binary. So she just does like a little something. So it's probably she, they, not they, them. And then like we would go on dating apps and I would ask him, I'd show him the picture and he guessed like 99% of them correct. <laughs> oh my, do you get like straight up men on your dating apps? Yes. Yes. I would say like one out of the 35 people, one out of 50 people. But like, that's kind of a lot if you think about it. One out of 50 supposed lesbians are, are just straight dudes dressing up. Yeah, like, grinder. They're, did... they're legitimately like just cross-dressing men. So grinder did this. Do you remember this grinder video they did where all these people came in? They they grinder did a promotional video where they asked like random people that were near them to come into their studio and record a video. And a bunch of people showed up. And I kid you not, like maybe a third of them weren't men. Real. <laughs> They were they were binary women or something or they were non-binary they were drag kings they were they thems they were some very and I'm like why are or they were trans women which is interesting right. um right. I I just found the whole thing odd I thank I really thank the the lore that I will never need to be on any of these apps ever again uh because they are just t- just a, just absolutely terrible but. It is crazy how, like, you're not allowed to ever question these people like Demi Lovato or any of them. You just have to accept what they say. Like, accept it's their whole their truth thing. You have to accept like, their truth as as the word of God, so to speak. Yeah. And I it, also all the media outlets switch on a dime. Like, all of a sudden, now the articles about Demi Lovato have she, her again instead of they, them. And so we're just supposed to uncritically mm-hmm. accept these people's ever-changing self-perception like how it's exhausting to keep up with and i just don't think it's 
legitimate. And I think that 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 because it's this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, the decline in gay acceptance that's ongoing. Yeah. I think when you can, the art, you're undermining our case for equality that we made, which was we're, we're born this way, or at least we can't change this. This is just how we are. It's like a uh, characteristic we can't change with people who literally do change based on the day or sometimes even the literally. hour, how and, they and feel. Th- my, my response to that, uh, my response to them, their gender's changing by the hour was, okay, if, if, if you can really change your gender by the hour, does that mean that if you are X gender today and I'm attracted to you and then tomorrow you're Y gender, does that mean my sexual orientation is changing because your gender is changing? Like, no, you like the, the two things are completely, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm saying that right, but. I would love to hear somebody ask Demi Lovato like, well, I've been feeling like a woman again. What is a woman, right? Yeah, like what does that mean? What does non-binary even mean? Oh, well, sometimes I don't feel like a male or female. What does that mean to feel female or male? To feel female, you know. But they'll never probe. That's sexist. They'll never ask these questions. Yeah. Because if you really did scratch beneath the surface, you'd find out that a lot of it doesn't make any sense at all. It makes no sense. It's just just non-binary to me. Unless this is the only way I would think that it could be legitimate. I feel like non-binary could be a legitimate thing if... Somebody had gender dysphoria, but if possible, even if possible, and they could completely transition to the other sex and have it be fully functional in the way that a biological person's sex would be, they still wouldn't feel comfortable as that sex either, right? So they would be like in the middle kind of. Like that's the only way I could see that working as a legitimate identity or a legitimate mental illness or whatever you want to call it, but... Most of these people, like 99% of these people claiming this identity have no gender dysphoria. They're just dressing different or they're claiming to feel different or they just want attention. And it's sad because we've incentivized that by making identity victimhood points like a form of social currency, especially among Gen Z. Yes. Um, And we shouldn't be encouraging people to discover new new ways in which they are somehow oppressed. That is what we are doing. Yeah. And that's why you see all these little, I say little, meaning like, you know, 13, 12, 12, 13, 14 year old girls, middle class, suburban white girls claiming all these other identities because they they probably are just white middle class straight girls and they don't want to and be that's that. That's boring. That's it's not boring, cool. But not even it's boring for them. But also, more importantly, you, you become the oppressor. Right. And they don't want that. They want to be the victim or at least not the oppressor. Yeah. So they, they choose a, 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 an identity in the middle. So they're like kind of neither. <laughs> well, like, and that all stems from the fact that now we're stigmatizing their characteristics, right? Like right. to be just a straight white person in certain, yeah. most of society is still normalized, but in like super woke spaces is like. Can't be it, right. It's like, oh, you can't be a straight white dude, right? Right. Um, all right. Shifting gears slightly, I want to get your reaction to this video. Check out this guy who was reading Bible verses. He went to a a pride parade in Pennsylvania, uh, in reading Pennsylvania, and he was arrested by the police for just protesting a pride parade. Uh, take a look at this. Guys, let them have their, this is public property within respect. Oh, I'm respecting it. Let, let them have their event. You know who's cheering for us? The people that are in hell. So you do you, and I'm going to do me. This is public property. You. God is not that's it. Oh, God, this one be Getting this on film. 
Can I give him my bag while I stuff him? Yo, I'm gonna need you to go to 128 Okay, first of all, I don't think any of that's legal. No. They're not allowed to just randomly arrest somebody in the street with a sign. Like, he wasn't harassing anybody. He was to the side. It wasn't like he was in people's faces. Jesus will say, like, then, okay, like, no, personal space. Like, back up. You can say what you want to say, but you also cannot prevent me from what I want to say. You can't be in my face, right? And especially, like, spitting on me, potentially. There's nothing... Uh, did did anyone talk about this? Like, what? Yes. They so, did? update, they arrested him for disorderly conduct. Conduct? But there wasn't any in the video. There wasn't. And then even in the arrest warrant, or in the probable cause affidavit... They didn't actually allege any uh, conduct that was disorderly, so the charges were dropped. They just arrested this dude. Um, it's a clear violation of his free speech. Uh, the The Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, one of their attorneys, called this out on Twitter. But then also, did you hear the activists, the LGBT people, applaud him getting arrested? Yep. That's yep. insane to me because just a few decades ago, it would have been radical gay activists who were of arguing for acceptance, who were the minority viewpoint or the fringe yep. who were getting arrested. And they would have understood that even for somebody who you think is homophobic or for who is bigoted or whatever, has to have that free speech right to protect you having that right. Meanwhile, yes. these idiots in the name of the alphabet movement are applauding the cops arresting someone for speech. That is illiberal. That is not liberal in any way. There's nothing liberal system. about it. Yeah. It's, 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 is fascism the right word for that? It is fascist. It is fascist yeah. behavior. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I feel like uh, back in the day, like back, not even back in the day, this is like five, six years ago. I have glitter on me. Like five, six years ago, when we would see somebody like this at a pride parade, we would either ignore them or we would walk up to them and be like, you know, I hope you have a nice life and whatever. We're going to live our best lives. Thank you. And like, that's it. Like, just let him know that we see you, but we disagree. We're going to go our other way. Like, that's how we would handle it back then. And now people are applauding for this person to be taken away. They're like, too... there's always three or four of these people at Pride events. There's always four, three or four of them. Like, but nobody really pays any mind to them. Yeah. They used to come to my college and preach about how gays were going to hell because it was a public college. So they had to allow anyone to speak and so on the right. public parts of the campus because that's how the First Amendment works. And either yeah. people would walk by, roll their eyes and ignore them or they would go debate them. And right. that's good. But, right. but but what are you so fragile? You can't hear one protester in a whole celebration for you. And what this cop seemed drunk on power. I mean, what is he saying? Let them have their day. You must respect it. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't have to respect it. It's a free country. I mean, do whatever he wants, as long as he's not inflicting on on their right to their personal and speech, which he, he wasn't. wasn't. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He wasn't like running after them and ye yelling in their faces. And no, that's leftists. <laughs> leftists yeah. do that. Yeah. The, but the the other thing that this ties into a little bit that bothers me is uh, we have on tape a police officer violating someone's rights and nothing will happen, right? You can't sue the police right. officer because of qualified immunity. Dude. You will not be able to get accountability. They were, the officer is not going to be fired. Nothing bad's going to happen. The charges will be dropped, but you're not going to get, like, your rights were violated. That shouldn't just be okay. That shouldn't just go but away. It isn't, isn't this also, like, these people are the same people that are fighting for less police force yes right? yes but then and they like, hear the police when it's on the police but when it's on their side of course like they're all for it
Right. Yeah. It's just, I just, it's crazy though, because they should understand they hold like the radical alphabet people. They hold a lot of views that are minority views that are fringe views. There are a million genders. Kids can consent to sex changes. These things are minority views. And yet they are cheering on the suppression of minority views with force by the police. That's yes. not going to work out well for you, sweetie. So if it was me, I would defend the free speech of this guy or in the the opposite situation, like a, a rainbow protester at some Christian event, right? right? I would right. totally defend that. But you can't have it only one way. You can't just have free speech for your side, but not for those icky people. And that's what these people seem to advocate for. Yep. That's what they've been advocating for for years. <laughs> they, they, they're only trying to cancel the other side of things they're only trying trying to protect their side of things but in then all the where the the aclu won't speak out about this right these liberal groups because free speech used to be a liberal value right it used to be a hardcore liberal value and now they just don't care about it anymore because they're more concerned with equity and you know progress and tolerance but not actual tolerance which includes tolerance of ideas other views right Oh, so depressing to me that people on either side of the political spectrum don't understand free speech um, because they really don't. Because uh, listen to this next clip from a right winger who apparently doesn't understand how free speech works. This is Daily Wire host Michael Knowles on why the pride flag should be banned. That flag is offensive to all normal people. It is a symbol of pride, the deadliest of the seven deadly sins. It obviously has no place in a middle school classroom. And frankly, it should be banned from all public spaces because it's evil and degenerate and signifies an ideology that is contrary to truth, goodness, beauty, and reality. And it is an indictment. Truth and goodness and reality is exactly what LGBT people go through every day. Like that is our, I hate that word, but that's our truth. Like that's how we were born. That's how, like, you can't change it regardless if you're born that way or not. And it's good to be who you are as long as you're not directly hurting somebody else. Even if you think it is some bad symbol, guess what? Bad symbols have to be allowed, right? If you believe in free speech, which I don't think Michael Moles does believe in free speech. I think he's pretty clear about that. But a government that's powerful enough to ban the pride flag is powerful enough to ban the Bible, right? Right. You you can't have only free speech for you and for your friends and not for the other side that disagrees with you. Yep. In fact, I think it's... Somebody said this to me years ago, and I I hated them for it, but they were very right. They said that the places like the internet and just the idea of free speech, but especially because places like the internet exist are very important because it gives people the opportunity to it gives people the opportunity to say offensive things. But if they didn't have that opportunity, we wouldn't have the opportunity to potentially correct them or educate them as, as well. So they might if if they weren't allowed to say these things, they walk around thinking them anyway. And we never know what they're really feeling. We never have that opportunity to educate them. Yeah, and, and it's cha- also like Social hardcore social conservatives like Michael Knowles are a minority of our society. Right. So right. Most people this, are socially liberal, right? Yeah, or at least moderate, right? And moderate. so this hardcore social conservatives are maybe like 20, 30% of the country max. 
if you want to play the game where things that are viewed as degenerate or untrue or bad by society start getting banned, you are going to lose that game. Not the, the alphabet people who, whether you like it or not, have more public support than you at this time. Uh, yep. like, you're setting the stage for your own censorship to be banned and to have your symbols banned if you start advocating for this stuff. Yep. And I think it is so unprincipled. I think it is so short-sighted. And it's unfortunate because I felt like until very recently, conservatives were the better side on free speech. And I think they still are. But like if you're just going to be... I think he's I think he's a fringe minority. I think he is. I do. But I think that if that catches on, it will be a really yeah. bad development. Yeah. I mean, Ben Shapiro also was was getting shit for telling trans people that they shouldn't be allowed to arm, own firearms. Right. There's also, you know, uh, not not, you know, abiding by the Second Amendment. You know, these people don't have any felonies under their belts or anything. So it's. Yeah, a gun. Blair was calling him a gun grabber. I think it's. She roasted him for good reason. Yeah, you, yeah. You can't say you support free speech or gun rights or whatever, and then except for the people I don't like or that I disagree yeah. with right. on religion right, exactly. or whatever. That's not how society and rights work. And these people are setting the stage for their own downfall and their own destruction. And I'm not going to support it when it happens to them because I don't support censorship. But there's there's a little bit of shot and fraud about it, right? Like be careful what you wish for yeah and 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 and, well they're only wishing for it because they think it's their side that's they think their side's on the right pun pun intended in this case but it's going to affect every side it doesn't matter if the laws change yeah especially because you think of like geographically there's always going to be some places that are dominated by liberals and do you want the minority conservative viewpoints there to be banned right so that you and your red places can ban minority liberal viewpoints no right how about we just have all the ideas, right? How about we debate? How about we argue? How about we let all the symbols be seen? Uh, and, and of and course, make the distinction, there's a legitimate and... argument that this pride stuff doesn't belong in middle school classrooms. But you're, again, taking your argument way too far and discrediting it by saying, and ban it from everywhere, ban it from public. What? That's demented. I don't. I really don't understand why. I mean, I understand why they're doing this. They're trying to. They're trying to get back the ground that they feel like they lost, but it's going to be ground that is lost for all of us if they continue this way. It is. Yeah. All right, Ariel. Well, thank you so much for coming back on. It has been a blast. Everybody, be sure if you like damage control, you will love Ariel's content. So check it out. Her channel link will be in the show notes. Thanks so much, and hope to have you back again soon.